Snap green beans. And love, by all means. It's Rhyming Reason 640. There's a Hey there, Tony here, and I know I've talked about it before here on the podcast, on the broadcast, on the Rhyme and Reason show, whatever you want to call it. I've talked about how my parents split up when I was somewhere around four, and I've talked about how my younger brother and I lived mainly with my grandparents on my dad's side. We lived with them for a couple years after that, but I've never mentioned how my grandmother forced me to work all hours of the day and night, and how she made me snap green beans till my fingers bled. And the reason I've never shared that before is, well, because it never happened, okay? Well, I mean, I did snap green beans, but no, no, my grandmother was nice. She didn't do all that to me. I'm just, you know, getting your attention, making sure you're awake, but, uh, Yeah, I remember snapping green beans plenty of times. Uh, It was only when the beans in my grandparents' garden were ripe enough to pick and and snap. And it wasn't all those hours of the day and night. It's just a little while until a large bowl full of beans were all snapped. But here's the kicker. I liked it. I enjoyed it. If you've never snapped fresh, ripe green beans, you don't know what you're missing. I mean, that that snappy little snap mm, sound that they make right after they're briskly washed under cold water. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a nostalgic sound for me. I don't hear it often anymore. Actually, I don't ever hear it anymore. But I did then, and I was just a little kid, and I still remember it. So, um, Also, my mom, who, by the way, is not doing well right now, so if you think about adding her to the prayer list, that'd be nice. She's dealing with um, brain problems, brought on by uh, apparently a stroke or a series of strokes. And uh, so she's, well, you could say dazed and confused. I don't get many updates. She's in Kansas and I'm here in Colorado and my sister who's taking care of her. um, The communication is not every day, so I don't have daily information. But anyway, that kind of got off the story there. Anyway, my mom... uh, I was just talking to her at the beginning of January, so this is what weird. She's um, always remembering stories from back right before she and my dad split and things that uh, we would do together. And she also had me help her snap green beans. And she said we snapped them so long one day that I must have dreamed about them because in my sleep I was telling my younger brother, Marty, that he wasn't doing it right. That <laughs> sounds like me, all right. So anyway, uh, the thing is, you know, let's get back to that for a second. My brother, you know, would not have done the way that he should have done. I know this. You can't just break them in half and toss them in a bowl and you're done. No, hardly. I mean, it's important to get a, a quick overview. You know, you hold the bean pot in your hand. You're looking at it. Quick uh, few calculations, precise and mindful of what you're about to do and what you're holding in your hand. And if it's really short, maybe then you can snap it in half. But a lot of the bean pods are up to four inches long, some even longer. So then you got to snap one pod into three or four pieces or even more. You know, you got to do this right or you're not going to have 
the right kind of snapped green beans. So no wonder I was dreaming about it and telling my brother, hey, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Because he probably just would have snapped them in half. Get it over with. Let's get out of here. But it's not just a science. It's an art. But, yeah, you know what? You probably never snap any green beans. So I'm going to get to the real reason that I'm sharing all of this silliness with you. What I remember distinctly about my snappy time with my grandmother on her front porch was her old person's advice. That's how I saw it back then anyway. But, you know, I loved her and I listened. And I'll never forget how she said, with that large bowl of beans sitting on her handmade apron in her lap, of course, she said, you should always hug your loved ones goodbye when they leave and tell them you love them because before you know it, they won't be around to hug anymore. And I remember thinking, why do old people talk like that? But wouldn't you know, her words came to pass and way, way faster than I could have imagined. I'm going to share a little song with you that, I don't know, I think about when I think about those days back on that porch back there in Oklahoma. I think about those uncloudy days when I was snapping those green beans. Oh, they tell me of a home far beyond the skies. Oh, they tell me of a home far away. Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day. Oh, the land of cloudless day. Oh, the land of the uncloudy skies. Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day.
summertime when you're a little boy a little girl they just go on and on don't they and then again they disappear way way faster than you could have ever imagined because now I'm actually older than grandmother was when she told me all those things back then that's weird and almost all those adults I knew then and the ones she talked about almost all of them are gone and in some cases long gone so what's the moral of this story if there is one Well, time sure flies. Everybody dies. Nobody ever cheats death. So snap green beans, and yes, by all means, trust God before your last breath. That does it for me here on the Rhyme and Reason Hour, which is only a few minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to go over there to TonyFunderberg.com. Show your support for the Rhyme and Reason thing going on here by getting that t-shirt on the merch tab that says, Life has rhyme and reason because... God made you. There's a rhyme and 